Welcome to the Faith Element Podcast for the December 18, 2022 session, focusing on Romans chapter 1, verses 1 through 7, a non-Advent Advent lesson. I'm David Cassidy. I'm so glad you've joined us for this shorter-than-usual podcast. Uh, And yes, there is going to be a Bible background introduction, per usual. Just as was the case for last episode, the bulk of the team is is taking a couple of weeks off, and this is the second of the two weeks off. Uh, We were actually recording this over the Thanksgiving break, and it just seemed like a really good time to take a bit of a breather for the team. So I hope you're having a wonderful Advent. The next episode we provide, we'll be back to having the team in full conversation. So I hope you'll join us there. But for today, for this interesting text, you're probably wondering, why are we looking at Romans in Advent? And to help us with that in what is titled a non-Advent Advent lesson, we have Daniel here ready to help us out. Thanks, David. I'll do my best with this passage. Ah, the fourth Sunday of Advent. The tree is decorated. There's a fire roaring in the living room. You're drinking hot chocolate with friends in your tacky red and green sweater with the gold tinsel. And your Christmas shopping list is complete. Except for your Aunt Shirley, of course, who always says, Please, don't get me anything. But you know good well that's a trap. Yes, it's almost Christmas. Today is Love Sunday if you follow the traditional Advent themes of hope, peace, joy, and love. That means it's almost Christmas. So, as you would expect, the lesson today is on Romans? Hang on, let me check my notes, because that can't be right. Sure enough, there it is, Romans chapter 1, the world-famous Christmas scripture passage. I'm being sarcastic, of course. Yes, I'm a little bit gripey that the lectionary gives us this passage during Advent. What are they thinking? For one thing, even though the passage is seven verses long, It's really just one long run-on sentence. Come on, Paul. That alone offends my love of decent sentence structure. But what really bunches my britches is that this text has nothing to do with Advent at all. Well, now that I've gotten that out of my system, I feel a little bit better. In fact, I'm now pleased to say a couple of nice things about this passage. First, the book of Romans begins just like it ends, with a beautiful mix of doxology and benediction, praise and blessing. And this doxological benediction at the opening of Romans praises Jesus Christ, the calling we have received from Him, and the glorious gift we've been given in His incarnation. Hmm, well shoot, maybe this is an Advent text after all. In the opening to this letter, to, quote, all God's beloved in Rome, Paul lays out in no uncertain terms a clear sense of his identity, his purpose, his calling. Paul here essentially says, My life and ministry are shaped not in part, but entirely 
by my commitment and devotion to Jesus Christ. Isn't that interesting? See, if you happen to make small talk with anyone and ask them about themselves, they'll inevitably say something like this. Well, I'm an accountant. I have a husband and three children. I live in Phoenix, and my mother recently passed away, and my dad is taking it kind of hard. See, we give job, family, or social location data as a way of describing ourselves. But Paul does not do that here. When describing himself, he makes plain his commitment and devotion to the gospel of Christ. And this is not of his own doing, of course. This apostleship is one to which he has been called and set apart. And it's not an abstract one. No, his calling is grounded in Jesus Christ, God incarnate, born to Mary and Joseph. For Paul, he cannot detach who he is with who Christ is. And for all of our frustrations with Paul, he does not confuse the two. While the story of Christ and his own story cannot be disconnected, the story of Christ remains primary every time and in every way. And this is the way it should be for all of us. And I'm quoting verse 6 here, quote, who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. And that's a good word for us this season. Because I cannot say for sure why this is, but I believe it's true that holidays seem to amplify our emotions. Christmas amplifies our joy, to be sure, but it can also remind us just how lonely and sad we really are. We continue to mourn the tragic and hate-fueled shooting of LGBTQ persons at the nightclub in Colorado. And as I sit here in Richmond, Virginia, I mourn the victims of violence just an hour west at the University of Virginia and two hours east in Chesapeake, just a few days before I'm recording this podcast. Christ have mercy. As we grieve the losses of our own family members and these members of the human family, Let us be reminded of the grace offered to us in this passage, that we are called to belong to Jesus Christ. That means, of course, that we are in His family, and no one can take us from His hands. And belonging to Christ also means we must not simply admire Christ, but act like Him and follow in His way. And friends, that is as important today as it has ever been. For this Christmas, we need to show people, the people of this world, that we follow the one who came to bring love and not hate. So as we approach the manger... And we're almost there, friends. As we approach the manger, let us commit to live as Jesus lived, just as his mama Mary and his papa Joseph lived, with humility and love and grace 
and peace. That's some background on our text for today. Subscribe to the Faith Element Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Learn more about our Faith Element Bible Study curriculum at faithelement.net. Faith Element is a service of Faith Lab.